The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. A bright and sunny and seasonal and a Christmassy and holiday e something of retro pop. I am your Santa Claus. I am Johnny Townsend. Ho ho ho! And I'm joined by my own Rudolph. He's got a shiny red nose, probably because it needs more sleep. That's Matt Johnson. Ho ho ho! What is up, everybody? Can't you well, me that three times even. I did. I did. I <laughs> I got to keep you in line. You know what I'm saying? What is up? It. What is up, everybody? Johnny, it is good to uh, hear and see and talk to you uh, once again, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am, of course, uh, this is my favorite time of year. I'm very excited. I've already been watching a lot of my holiday uh, favorites already so i'm i'm getting into that christmas spirit i think uh, i know you however i don't i'm very curious how your early christmas season is going considering uh you decided to take a second job like a smart person you are i'm sensing some kind of sarcasm well it's just because uh you know you're my close friends and <laughs> i just know what this toll will take on you <laughs> oh i'm dying on the inside um (laughs) inside i am freezing cold right now i'm probably getting sick so that's cool um oh there's something going around you know i was sick for like a week and a half so i know well i had the the good old flu so hopefully you're not getting that i uh, yeah we'll see well we shall see nothing nothing some uh good old wholesome sleep can't take care of um yeah, so yeah, my holiday has been ever super busy, uh, but I am almost done with my second job. I am excited. They have begged for me to stay, and I have, um, I have refused. You have I politely have. told them to shove it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's basically what it's been. Um, I'm like, yeah, guys, I'm sorry, y'all. You could never. You can never. I could never. I can't handle it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's where we're at currently. Uh, but it's going well. My Christmas shopping is just about done, which is exciting and very early for me. Yeah, uh, it's impressive. Usually uh, I don't start for another, on average, like another two weeks. So, yeah, um, yeah. so. <laughs> I think it's most people. All right. Yeah. God uh, bless Amazon and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh makes things a little quicker and easier that's for sure that's what she said all right johnny how's your christmas going though (laughs) pretty pretty great can't complain so far uh finally starting to feel like a human being after being sick like i said i'm glad yeah that was very annoying Uh, you know i i I know you know this about me man i i like to laugh and the one of the worst things about getting over being sick is the cough you get, and you can't laugh without like the cough immediately following it. It's the worst. Thankfully, that's dying down a lot for me. So I'm glad. Yeah, you've been sick for about a couple of weeks now. So 
It was awful. Um, yeah, I haven't been that sick in a while. Not fun. Do not recommend. Uh, the flu can uh, just go and shove it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so we're all in gear uh, for Christmas stuff uh, this month. We got two, uh, I think just two, right? Let me double check. Let me just make sure. Uh, yep, uh, just two uh, episode. It's pretty much what we do here. Every once in a while, we get a nice third for our, our monthly uh, gimmicks as the uh, as, as inside of wrestling terms go. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Johnny had uh, a fun choice, and you went with uh, you picked a really nice and beloved uh, character that has affected everybody. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's hear all about it. Why did you choose it? I'm excited to hear all about it. That's right. We're talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, I dare say, still to this day, a staple for many people for the holidays. And we're going to get into all of it. We're going to get into the whole history. But first, let's talk about our personal history with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know Dasher, and Dancer, and Prancer, and Vixen, Comet, and Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. All right, so I remember, obviously, the stop-motion classic. That's the first thing. uh, It might be the first thing just of Christmas that I even have a memory of, as weird as that may sound. Because, uh, and they still do it to this day. Because it was actually on just the other night. They play it on uh, regular, I think it's CBS. I think it's who plays it now. Uh, every year. It's a staple. They always show it. And I have a very distinct memory of being blown away by this. And then right after it was Frosty the Snowman. And I love both of them. But Rudolph was the one that really stuck out to me. Not only for the fun story. And uh, well, it's not really fun all the way. It's kind of a really sad story at the beginning. But uh you know the just the stop just even how it looked the stop that's my that was my first introduction to stop motion type stuff and that really blew me away uh so everything about rudolph just really clicked immediately when i first saw it and i'm fairly certain uh i dare say i wish i could remember how old i was when i first saw it i want to say five that's a guess but i've seen it every year since i was like five years old i believe uh, oh, never wow. missed it never missed it uh it's it's just something it just makes me feel like when i'm having a hard time you know some years are much more difficult to get into the christmas spirit this year has not been that great for my family uh we just had some hard heavy losses and such yeah uh so it gets tough and for whatever reason rudolph will always help me like help push me more towards that Christmas feeling, and I'm very grateful for it. What about you, Matt? Um, I think I, I I'm in the same boat as you as being one of the earliest things that I remember. Right, uh, every year we have certain staple things to do. Right, it's the songs. We've talked about songs last year. We've talked about them throughout the years uh, of doing this show. But um, but yeah it's it it goes back a a long long time going back for my instance oh gosh <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep that in please do not take that out oh i trust me i will not i shall not um 
But but you know, I, I we're yeah. gonna play a drinking game on this episode. Every time Matt yawns, you take a big swig. <laughs> big swig of some some uh some something warm, up, yeah. some eggnog, some yeah, uh, spiked egg. Warm up your insides. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that sounds hella good right now. Um but yeah, I mean four or five years old, just was walking around all innocent and just watch it just being amazed right and even still to this day i i watch those uh you know that old art style that animation style i'm just amazed and blown away um by the production you know that yeah you know, with long with santa claus comes to town uh oh, yeah, yeah. in in some of the other shows uh well frosty's more just a, like a more pure cartoony yeah frosty's just uh like hand-drawn animation i believe yeah. yeah, but but you you get where I'm coming at. There's yes. there's a lot of shows that came out in that in that time period that it's just like, wow, that's actually really cool how they how they did that. Um, but those are early impression things for me, and and, and I agree. Like that's probably been the one thing that's been lacking for me this year. Uh, and in honestly, most years is is being able to sit down and enjoy, uh, Christmas movies because uh, I don't know, just. and so busy so busy music is like a quick fix but um i need more man yeah i need more i need the goods uh you know but you get my point you know it it is it's it brings me happy memories just sitting with family uh you know mom dad siblings cousins uh, and just 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 watching, um, you know, the old ABC, old ABC family uh, was was it was a big influential part, you know, big part of sitting that. And, you know, you're right. Just uh, uh, just just gathering. Right. Twenty five days of Christmas. And uh, all right. What's on tonight? Rudolph. OK, we're going to sit and watch it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's always one of those cool things that like my mom and dad encouraged like all the time. Right. All right. We're going to sit down and watch this. I don't care what you're doing. Uh, we're gonna sit down and watch this together. So, uh, as far as like Christmas icons go, I don't that it. Yeah, they're Santa Claus, right? I think we actually one of our first years we did this show. I think we did a Santa Claus episode, right? We did. Yes. Yeah, we did. Um, Rudolph is like second or third, like next, to like Frosty. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, he is about as a, he's as iconic as a holiday mascot as it gets. Um, yeah, he's uh, he would if him and Santa Claus were in a tag team, um, <laughs> a pro wrestling tag team. He, he, I'm not gonna go say he's like the Marty Jannetty of the team. Um, you don't think santa claus is super kicking him through a barbershop window no 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 i got good lord i'd hope not uh i'm trying to th- he'd be like uh, he'd be like the road warrior hawk of of the of the legion of doom all right I, i'd say that like road warrior ammo pretty big yeah great lineage you know um but rudolph is kind of like he's like he's right right there right yeah. there so that's where that's kind of where I'm at with with Rudolph. Um, I am excited though to to finally get some time, and uh, and, and and yeah, I'll eventually watch it again. But Rudolph is a absolute staple. Uh, everybody gets to see it. You know, everybody it school whatever it is. Um, yeah, what a great tune! Just what a great tune! Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's right up there with you know, and uh, in my childhood, I'm sure in yours too. 
Matt, I mean, I'm, I'm older than you, but like there were certain holiday specials that were staples, like you said, this being one of them, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas, the animated one. Yes. Yes. For sure. For me. Uh, like I said, Frosty the Snowman was another one. Uh, I'm a Garfield nerd, so the Garfield Christmas special was another one for me. But the only one, and we're getting to this later, but um, a lot of those they don't play now, uh, including, uh, I think recently there was a, a stink raising up over the fact that they weren't going to show the Charlie Brown Christmas special this year. Yeah. But then the, enough people complain that they decided they're going to. So. <laughs> yeah, every year there seems to be a new one that they're like, yeah, we can get by with. It's like, nah. No, you're not. Yeah, it's just what it just helps in in an odd way. Just it's just like it's comforting, right? So yeah. But anyway, let's let's actually dive into the history of a certain red nosed reindeer. All right, so Rudolph has actually been around for quite some time now. Man, I want to give you a quick little trivia question. Hopefully, this will wake you up. In what media did Rudolph first appear? Hmm. Because he's been uh, he's been everything by now. Oh Jesus! Right, song, television. Um. Oh man, that's actually a really good question. Kind of a, kind of a little. That's 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 a good one. Uh, I'm gonna say he was a toy first. All right, that's a great answer. However, the answer is a coloring book of all things. Well, gee golly. Gosh darn it! <laughs> but let's. Did you love? I, okay, I was a sucker when I was a kid for coloring books. I, I love coloring of, books. I still yeah. do to this day. Oh, me too. To yeah. okay. I'm acting like I'm above it, but I most certainly am not. So, <laughs> I still have coloring books. I get uh, one a year. I get one a year for for Christmas, actually. So I love that. Yeah, I love that. I have a couple just put up. Uh, uh, but here we go. All right. So not in 1939, we're gonna go all the way back to the late 30s. Uh, there was a retailer who was big then. They were called Montgomery Ward. They were pretty huge. Think of them as like Macy's or, uh, you know, they were a big retailer back then. And for Christmas every year before that, they had actually been given away coloring books for Christmas to kids, right? But that was actually quite expensive because they were outsourcing them. They were buying them from other people and such. And they decided, hey, it would actually be a lot cheaper if we make our own, right? We can do it all in-house. So they turned to one of their employees, Robert L. May is his name, and they said, hey, we need you to write us a Christmas book that we can make into a coloring book. And he goes, okay. So while he's trying to come up with ideas, he, this is in Chicago, downtown Chicago. And, you know, that's right off of Lake Michigan there. And he's sitting there looking out his office window and being near Lake Michigan, fog is a major thing all the time. And he said and he said that there was actually a big, thick fog rose up and blocked his view. And this is an actual quote from him. Suddenly I had it, a nose, a bright red nose that would shine through fog like a spotlight. But how are we going to get there, right? How are we going to get there? Well, May also had a daughter, and she happened to really love, you guessed it, reindeer. She loved reindeer. Thus, reindeer, and when he said he was, a, and also on top of that, the as the story keeps forming together here, 
may actually said a lot of the stuff that Rudolph, you know, the ridicule and such that he goes through was obviously some kind of taken right from his own childhood, right? I mean, I know every kid, I don't care who you are, has had has been ridiculed as a kid for something. Probably. Right. So everybody can relate to Rudolph. That's one of the great great things about Rudolph is that he feels more quote unquote real because you can kind of relate to the fact that, you know, he was a misfit or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, that was always a nice touch to it. There was always a, like a hidden kind of meaning or message or something like that. Uh, we see it a lot in, in, in different movies and in, in, in entertainment media, um, just like this ugly duckling like character that actually yeah. turns out to be more than what people think or want to believe yeah. that he is he yeah. or she is so yeah it's a great it's a great message to get across 100 um, percent. but with this being a coloring book he's gonna have to have some visuals right so he turns to illustrator De- uh, denver gillen hopefully i pronounced that last name right and he goes hey i need you to draw some cute reindeer right i need you to draw some cute reindeer <clears throat> and they needed this to bring to uh to bring to Montgomery Ward because he had already pitched the idea to them about a reindeer with a red nose. However, back in the late thirties, early forties, if you saw, and there's a lot of old cartoons, you can actually go back and see this. If you saw a character who had a red nose, it actually usually depicted that that was a drunk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they had been drinking and it made them no good. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that actually makes sense. So they were a bit apprehensive about making a character who has a red nose. <laughs> makes sense, right? Yeah. 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 But <laughs> but when they saw these illustrations from from Denver Gillen of this reindeer, this actually helped convince them, and they said, you know what? We're okaying this idea. Please uh, make this so. And he does. And the book comes out and it is a major hit for the retailer. Uh, It's a huge, huge hit. And this is 1939. So technically the first Rudolph came out in 1939. Uh, The original book is a little different from the uh, the classic stop animation thing. And I'll get into that later. Uh, But there are some key differences to it. Uh, but uh, the first actually mass-marketed edition of Rudolph was put out by Maxton Books in 1947. That's when he's really starting to gain traction here. He's getting huge. Uh, Rudolph actually would go on to appear on screen for the first time in 1948. That's well before the stop animation one. It was a short. It was a cartoon short by Max uh, Flasher. I always say his last name wrong, but he's very famous in early cartoons. Like he did a lot of those really famous thirties uh, Superman cartoons that people have seen. Yeah. Very, uh, very important to the history of animation. And then of course, Rudolph really gets a shot in the leg or whatever you want to call it. When in 1949, Johnny Marks, who happens to be May's brother-in-law took the story and adapted it to a song, the song we all know. And he's helped even more so because he gets a huge star. Uh, by today's standards, I think a lot of people don't even know him by Christmas songs, but he was huge back then. Gene Autry was a major deal. And he sung the song, and it actually became a major hit for the Christmas of 1949. 
Uh, and this would just shoot Rudolph off into, I mean, Rudolph, the song is so famous that even the parodies of Rudolph are famous, right? So that's how famous Rudolph is. He gets his own parodies and stuff. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph would go on to appear in many different mediums, like I kind of alluded to before, from uh, DC actually released a line of comic books uh, in the 70s about Rudolph. Um, there were you remember the these were very big when I was a kid. The Viewmasters, Matt, you remember those? The Viewmasters. I had quite a few back in the day. Yeah, oh, those are cool. I love those things. <laughs> Basically, it was a really neat way to do like a visual storytelling. I used to have a dinosaur one. Super oh, weird. Oh man. Oh man, I had some fun ones too. But Rudolph <laughs> was a was pretty big in Viewmaster for Viewmaster. But let's get into the classic we've already talked about in 1964. Rankin Bass, uh, they're the ones responsible for a lot of those really popular uh, stop animation uh, classics that we know, uh, you know, like all the ones that you kind of listened before, they're sort of responsible for. But they would adapt Rudolph into the stop motion animated classic that we still watch to, uh, watch today. Uh, they actually filmed it at, they were called Mom Productions in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, Tokyo, Japan uh, actually made this. Uh, they had a uh, Romeo Mueller. Mueller actually wrote the screenplay, and the reason that the 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 um and the uh, classic thing on TV that we see is different from the book is because when they were writing the the show, when they were actually writing the screenplay, they used the song as the source material instead of the actual the original book. So we get a lot of differences, and I'll get into those on my Did You Know. But, um, yeah, that's why if you actually read the original Rudolph, it's slightly different. It's still, the the essence is the same, the character is the same, but there are some differences there, and we'll get into it. But, of course, it was hugely successful and popular and has, and even had two sequels, which are not as good, but that's kind of how it always goes. The original Rudolph is always going to stand above. I remember uh, they had, was it Robbie the Reindeer? Yeah, I think that's, he's had quote-unquote family through the years. From yeah. Different stuff, like I think he had a son. Um, I think he's had uh, cousins and stuff who have all showed up. But yeah, was Robbie his son? One of them was his son. They did a, a show. It was a, I, I wouldn't say it was an edgier show, but Robbie is his official child. Um, what if it wasn't? What if it was really edgy? Like he's doing cocaine. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious! Oh, that'd be, I need some smack, man. Robbie, I don't <laughs> know who you are anymore. Where's my son? <laughs> it's his nose going off. <laughs> his son's nose is red because of all the drinking. <laughs> oh man, that's the Rudolph we need now. Uh, but that's your history of Rudolph. In a nutshell, we're going to get more into the Did You Knows. But of course, before we get there, let's go to Matt's stats. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it low. All right. Welcome to the Matt Stats portion of this show. 
I am absolutely, uh, it was a little tricky, a little difficult uh, finding some stuff, but we do have some uh, from stat, blah, 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 blah. we do have some statistics for you um, as well. Um, all right, so the song which uh, that Autry he recorded, it was uh, he almost turned it down, which is an interesting little fact. But since he did, and it was published, the uh, the specific song. Keep in mind, a lot of specific, a lot of just songs were sold back then, just the songs, an A and B side. Yeah, um, about 150 million copies have been sold over the years, which is uh, which is really really cool um, to hear that they. Uh, I don't think you have it in your, well, you might have it in your, I'll leave it alone, but um, let's just say the company was very, very gracious to let. Uh, oh, that is. It, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I will. I'll leave it to that then. Um, it, but basically the gentleman, uh, it, it, Autry has, uh, has, has reaped all most, if not all of the rewards from it, which is, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, okay, we're having another wrestling episode issue and everything's disappearing. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, this song, it hit uh, number one in the U.S. charts during Christmas of 1949, which is uh, really astounding. And uh, ironically enough, it is the, well, ironically enough, but pretty cool. It is the first number one hit of 1950 so it maintained the charts uh being at top of the charts it into into uh into the year 1950 which is pretty neat uh it did pop up back on the charts about 70 years later when uh in 2018 december of 2018 it uh it popped up on the billboard hot 100 at number 36 um and uh, ended up finishing um it hit number 27 and peaked at number 16 uh in the week ending january 5th 2019 so uh that's pretty cool always love to see a comeback i don't know how they judge those charts but it is really neat to see certain songs pop up in and out and uh and 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 go from there really good stuff uh so it you know theatrical performance was not really its thing right it's uh it was a basically tv movie um essentially the movie was now we're going to that portion of it however it did uh it did have uh, an international release in japan uh yeah not too many numbers on that one but it it was released internationally japan was the only place where it was released in movie theaters uh, which is pretty cool. It was released then on New Year's or excuse me, Christmas Eve in 1967. Uh, but it's big money maker aside from the residuals of, of being played on TV every single year. Um, DVD sales. All right. Oh, DVD yeah. sales has been a massive success for it. Uh, let's see how many units overall. I should have that number in front of me. Okay. So the total units sold. About one million, uh, one million eighteen thousand, uh, DVD sales between uh, they only have records between 2019 and 2021, but um, I believe it does take into account everything uh, from previous years. But it, you know, is is the DVD market? Uh, I guess maybe more so as TV started to slow down, right? Uh the way I look at it is this it, when, 
when everybody has TV, everybody has cable, and you're like, okay, I don't really need to buy Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because uh, it's a guaranteed on TV thing. And as people move to streaming services and, and, and cutting the cord, as a lot of people love to say, uh, maybe the importance of having that DVD is it's up there. Um, the Blu-ray, it's done pretty dang well for itself as well. Uh, but yeah, a very popular moneymaker. I also wanted to uh, to offer some uh, some cool reindeer statistics oh, in this thing. <laughs> um, I hope I'm not stealing any thunder from you. No, 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 no. You're okay. Not. You're All right. So yeah, I wanted to look through. I'm like Johnny always comes up with fun, random, like just just offshoot stuff. Um, how big are reindeer? All right. Oh man, that's a good question. Ma- All right. Uh, so male reindeer from from Front hoofs to shoulder, uh, grow anywhere between 20 and 53 inches. All right. Females typically smaller, about, um, oh, I'm sorry. That's, um, what is going on? Five point, uh, five nine to six, uh, eight as far as feet, uh, feet goes. Yeah. Uh, f- for females, it's about five and a half to six two as far as how tall they are. Uh, males can weigh anywhere between 143 to 529 pounds. That's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, yes. Uh, and females can weigh anywhere between 121 to 308. But they won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never give that information up. So that's pure guesses. <laughs> just, just, just letting you all know. Yeah. Uh, do not ask a female yeah. ranger how much yeah. you weigh. And do not assume that a female reindeer is pregnant. Uh, it's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rich or Bob, give a great advice. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, antlers, the male's antlers can grow up to 51 inches long and weigh up to 33 pounds. Just the antlers alone. Wow. Is pretty uh, interesting. Uh, females' antlers can grow up to 20 inches. Um, adult males... Uh, they typically drop their antlers in November, while adult females keep their antlers until April or May. So it's kind of like a, uh, they kind of, you know, just recycle their antlers. Yeah. Uh, the, a lifespan, the average lifespan of a reindeer is about 15 years. So, um, and yes, reindeers legitimately have red noses. It's a, it's a thing. It's a science thing. They have 25% more uh Capillary, oh god, I should have paid attention to science class. Capillaries, capillary, oh Jesus Christ, Capil- oh man, what is I know what you're trying capillaries, to say. Um, capillaries, capillaries, yes, you just saved the day. Thank you, thank you. Johnny does English, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. but they have uh, that's my know, new podcast. Johnny, Johnny does, does English, Johnny I'm, does English, I, my new favorite show. Um, but they have a lot more red oxygen rich blood in their nasal than uh, in their nasal region than humans do uh which is cool but so they legitimately have red noses uh so yeah that's kind of uh there's about 14 subspecies of reindeer wow uh which is pretty neat herds can get pretty massive uh uh they can go from anywhere from 10 to a few hundred uh in some instances they can get even bigger than that from 50 to 500,000 members of a herd of reindeer wow and um yeah they travel uh south about a thousand miles to three thousand miles to find food in the winter time uh one of the biggest uh, let's see was uh they had 
one in Russia and the Tamir Pen- uh, Peninsula that hit around one million individual reindeer. They uh, wow. estimated, which is uh, which is pretty crazy. But that herd ended up uh, falling to about six hundred thousand in twenty sixteen. But um, pretty cool. Let's see, reindeer they're herbivores. And they eat about nine to 18, an adult reindeer eats about nine to 18 pounds of vegetation a day. Uh, that is for, according to the San Diego Zoo, which is uh, pretty neat. So, um, yeah, let's see. Breeding season, it lasts about uh, seven and a half months. Oh, uh, yeah. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think that's like uh, I mean that's that's getting pregnant. That's having the 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 the, the fawn or how whatever they call it. Oh, it's, um, it's a fawn. Yeah, it is a fawn. Um, uh, female reindeer typically give birth to only one at a time, though they have been found up to uh, able to carry up to four. And a baby reindeer called a, a, oh, a calf. Um, they call that's them what calf. I mean, yeah. deers are like baby deer are fawn. So I, I was like, oh wow, that's <laughs> typical. I feel like you. I feel like they were called fawns in the Rudolph special, right? That's what I think too. I've been, been, I've been befuddled. <laughs> yeah, that's what my brain says. Uh, a calf can weigh between thirteen and seventeen and a half pounds, so that's uh, that's a lot. Um, they're able to stand after the first hour of life, and within a week, they start eating solid food. Plus, their mother's milk. Which is a cool thing. By the time they reach their first birthday, calves can weigh between 145, 165 pounds. Wow. Um, Growing kids, man. Growing yeah, kids. I know. I know. They uh, a mature, a fully mature adult reindeer is uh, between four to six years old. And uh, just like in real life, right, uh, well, not real life, just like in humans, uh, females tend to live, live a little bit longer, typically. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that is, uh, that is your reindeer statistics for the day. Um, again, R- Rudolph has been a big time moneymaker throughout the years. Uh, you know, it's, as far as merchandise goes, it's, you know, especially in the, the, the vintage classic days, um, right around the time it came out between its record sales and, and so much more, but, um, Rudolph is, uh, Rudolph has done pretty dang well for himself and, uh, and yeah, let's head on over to Johnny's. Did you know? All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Then one- in the original book, Rudolph's parents are actually never named. So hmm. you know, in the special, like he's he has a very famous parent, right? Like uh his dad is one of the very famous eight reindeer of Santa Claus. So, but in the actual book, you never actually find out what either of his parents' names are. In the original broadcast of that stop animation special, the very first broadcast and the closing credits, it actually only showed images of presents being dropped into Santa's sleigh. That's all it was. They changed this to what we all know now, because when viewers first watched that, they actually pleaded with with them hey the misfit toys need a happy ending too uh you're kind of ending this on a downer not letting us know what happens hmm. to the y'all and the misfit toys so that's why we get that ending of santa claus showing up uh uh and saving the day for the misfit toys that is cool yeah i like that a lot 
Uh, Rudolph is also actually the longest running Christmas special on TV. Uh, literally just showed it the other week, like I said. So it's still going on, still going strong. The longest running one. Uh, and let's get into uh, some of the actual puppets, you know, the characters of the, the, the physical things when we're making this. The Rudolph puppet was actually only four inches tall, so he's really small. Uh, Santa, uh, for comparison, is eight inches tall. And the Bumble, the dreaded Bumble, he was 14 inches tall, by far the biggest of them all. <laughs> uh, most of the puppets that they used for that actually went missing a lot. They don't know where most of them are. In 2006, however, on an episode of Antiques Roadshow, of all things, the original Rudolph and Santa Claus showed up on the show. Uh, they'd been missing for decades. What had happened was there was a woman who actually worked for the production company and she actually just had them stored up in her attic since like the 70s. Wow. She said she even let her kids play with them from time to time. She didn't realize how special they were. Huh. So that's pretty huge. <laughs> Very fascinating. Uh, Rudolph was actually voiced by Billy Mae Richards and Ermie the Elf, you know, the one who wants to, wants to be a dentist, uh, was voiced by Paul Souls. And what's really wild is when these two got older, they'd actually would become neighbors. Hmm. Uh, then they would live next to each other. That's pretty fun. That's cool. Uh, Robert May started writing Rudolph in early 1939, but in that same summer, uh, he would actually lose his wife to cancer. And it, I mean, this is obvious, very hard on him. They had a daughter, a young daughter at the time. And the company actually said, hey, we'll get somebody else to do this, right? I mean, you don't need this on top of everything. But he actually insisted and said that he, uh, and he's actually quoted saying, I really needed Rudolph at this time. Wow. Uh, so in a weird way, Rudolph actually helped him <laughs> during a really very tough time. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, Montgomery Ward, and this is kind of what you were alluding to earlier in your stats, actually handed over the copyright to Robert May uh, of the original Rudolph in 1947 uh, because they knew he was struggling financially. And they were like, hey, you know what? You created this. And you can have it. That is unheard of, by the way. Yeah, 100%. I was amazed to hear that. I mean, it's at least less likely now. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. um, for a company to do that. But it speaks volumes to what, the, you know, to the, the character of the people running Montgomery Ward. Yeah. Uh, really, really tremendous. You, most of the company, major companies, they want their cut. They want their oh yeah their fair share. They're getting um, their money one way yeah, or the other. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And that was... That I I would I legit smiled. Um, I legit I, smiled uh, reading that. Yeah, I did too. That was that's really cool. Uh, other names considered before he came up with Rudolph: Rolo, Reginald, Rodney, Romeo. All R names. Obviously, they're going for that R because reindeer. You know, right. you got to make first names start with the R because the reindeer starts with an R. All right, we're going to end on this. I thought this was really fascinating. Johnny Marks was not only responsible for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but he also wrote, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Silver and Gold, and he also wrote A Holly Jolly Christmas. He wrote all those very famous Christmas songs. And what's even more wild about this is Johnny Marks didn't even celebrate Christmas because he's Jewish. Wow. Yeah. That's... But even That's, cooler. Yeah. Uh, so he wrote some of the, I mean, literally all these songs are Christmas staples. So this dude, 
I would hope did really well for himself. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. No, that's really neat because you, you see a lot of people with uh, religious differences. They don't touch the other side. Right. You know what I mean? They don't. Yeah. They don't focus or even try to entertain the idea of doing something for the other side. So um, that is really cool. Yep. So there's your Johnny's. Did you know? Let's get to where Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Where does he stand in pop culture today? Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, you go down in history. Man, I think as long as I keep playing him on TV, and as long as kids are into Christmas, I think Rudolph's going to be around for a while because he's, you know, he's definitely a major part of Christmas. Uh, you know, each generation grew up with him since he's kind of been around, and they'll just pass that down to the next generation. Uh, you know, I really noticed here lately because when I was growing up, I don't know if he was around when you were growing up. You have to let me know. Like the elf on a shelf, right, was not a thing when I was a kid. A little bit older. I think uh, probably when I hit like upper elementary school, um, middle school, I was shocked. I didn't understand the concept of it, but yeah. 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 So, you know, so what I'm getting at is new, uh, you know, new traditions are kind of introduced as, as time spins on. And I never had any, I didn't know anything about Elf on a Shelf until like my, cousin's kids were doing it and i was very confused because i didn't understand it either uh but that's that's kind of what rudolph is right he's a tradition he's uh watching that special i think is a tradition i mean not only for adults but you know kids are going to love it if they haven't seen it before that's the one that's the one thing that in retrospect i'm really glad i didn't have kids uh i i like kids a lot but uh i don't think i would be good <laughs> be a great dad but the one thing I do kind of miss is the fact that being able to pass down stuff like Rudolph, you know, and be able to watch that with your kid just seems like a really uh, monumental moment. Yeah. Any, yeah. Any of those things you can pass down to a younger generation. I was very fortunate that I had, that I have a nephew and I kind of did that with, uh, but you know, uh, it's just things like that just really uh, get me. And as I get older, it's, it's very easy to make me cry, uh, anything I'm watching, uh, even like really happy stuff will tear me up. And oh, Rudolph, yeah. and I've seen Rudolph literally, like I said, since I was five years old every year. Uh, and I'm 39 to give you an idea of how many times I've seen this thing. And every time it kicks me in the gut, uh, you know, different moments do. Every time Santa Claus shows up to pick up those poor misfit toys, I get a little verklempt. You know, it really hits me, man. Uh, but what do you think? Do you think Rudolph's going to stick around for a while? Yeah, I think it's like anybody, like, uh, like, uh, like making a, a song. It, it, it's it's like it, when you when you could find yourself associated with a holiday and and become iconic, you don't go away. You yeah. don't go away. Uh, I always worry about the movies. I do because of the lack of availability. You know, now that everything's kind of going digital, um, streamers can kind of own and choose when to show the the content yeah um, they could just get rid of it i mean hbo max has just been getting rid of stuff left and right yeah so. which is you know which is it it's 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 a little scary um that's why i tell everybody if you're gonna like, just get physical media so you have 
unlimited access to it and people yeah. don't you know hold you over a bend you over backwards to watch rudolph the red-nosed reindeer so yeah um so i mean that's just stuff i you know always think about but the song i mean every single year it's one of the first ones played on the radio um you could find that almost instantaneously and uh it, it came out in a perfect in, in a perfect time right this movies like rudolph uh were the standard they were the bar when it comes to christmas films there's a lot of christmas films that come and go and just you know they just kind of fizzle out because they, they, they stink um some of them just they just do not do good uh, Rudolph was a trendsetter. It was one of the, you know, one of the OGs as far as the, everybody's concerned, even me, who was born years and years and years after the movie came out. Uh, I still consider it one of my was like after me. Oh. <laughs> years and years after me. I was like, all right, whatever, man. <laughs> rub it in. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's in a really, really good spot. Uh, you know, I, I really do hope that future generations are, you know, or that people in my generation in, in upcoming parenting generations share that with their kids. Cause I think it's, uh, uh, you know, it's a passing of the, tor- it's, it's almost a passing of the torch thing. And that's how, yeah. that's how tradition stays alive is, um, is just, just, you know, the passing along with your kids. So, um, kids in the younger, in the younger gen. So, um yeah be around for a long time yeah and you know you're right about one thing too is they do still to this day try to make new uh things for christmas that they kind of hope will become an annual traditional thing you know the new shows uh but the thing is there's so many options now yes especially with streaming that it's very hard for any of these to catch hold yeah uh and you know like when rudolph came out like you said he came out at a perfect time even i'm just talking about the stop motion thing because uh you know it was on cbs there were like only like three or four channels when this thing came out you know so yeah. way less choices too so it really helps it stick come on uh, kids let's go home on the telly and watch uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer saying yeah, rudolph is on say hey. yeah uh, <laughs> so that's what you got to do um let's have some delicious fruitcake see stooly rudolph the red-nosed reindeer prospector he wanted to sing. I don't know. I said I'd let him get a bar in, but yeah, that's the that's the thing. Um, because I've seen some good Christmas stuff. There's one I want to highlight that's on Netflix. It came out in 2019, and it's called. It's just called uh, Claus K L A U S. Yeah, it is insanely good. The animation is stunning, and I just think it gets lost in the shuffle because there's just so many choices. And it came out on Netflix. Uh, man, that's just tough to find. And I'm really concerned, like you said, that one day, especially when stuff starts on a streaming service, it's not even guaranteed to get a physical release. No, right. Right. You, you, that's, that's hundred percent accurate. Um, I have a hard time finding a lot of newer stuff sometimes. And just, I don't know, it, it gives you like a false sense of security. Like I haven't bought like, you know, this is a little sidebar, but I haven't bought, uh, you know, a lot of the newer MCU stuff. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, it'll just be on Disney Plus. But it's it's just one of those things that you always got to keep in mind. Just uh, they they set you up and they pull the rug out from underneath you. Yeah, they can just take it away any moment they want to. Yeah. Uh, so just know that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I've already I already have my copy of Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer on DVD. So I'm, I'm yeah I'm golden. Uh, I actually think it came with Frosty the Snowman. I think. Oh, uh, very good. So I get to watch both, uh, just like uh, the old days when I was a kid. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's the history of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
Matt, do do we know what we're doing next? We do. Oh, we certainly do. I um, can smell it. Mm, my f- well, come on. One of the best parts of um one of the best aspects of Christmas time. Uh some a little different too. We again we discuss music and movies and, and a lot of these iconic characters. Uh I figure we do a food because we oh we did some food this year. We did pizza and chicken wings. Uh let's go look at the history of Christmas cookies for oh, this man. upcoming episode. There are so many different kinds and there's so much tradition that comes with it. Everybody has I mean, there's so many different variations and recipes yeah. and and all that, which I think is a cool, you know, I think it'd be a cool thing to kind of look into and uh and uh and discuss because every I feel like everybody's gotta have a favorite Christmas Christmas cookie, right? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, who did also if uh, you're one of those families like mine was where, uh, you know, hey, we got to leave out some cookies for Santa Claus, you know, on December 24th so to help the, the jolly man out. And who wouldn't also kind of sneak a bite of the Christmas cookies when you were making cookies for Santa Claus? I most certainly did. My favorite was waking up the next morning, seeing Santa had taken a bite out of the cookies and being yep. just like, ah, I'm, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to finish that cookie for Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, Santa Claus is a clean. You know, we all know Santa Claus is. A clean. I do. I mean, really... do we? Do we know? Do we? Ah, man, in my heart, he is. <laughs> that man has been to a lot of different places. All right, He's... just saying. <laughs> he gets right. around. Santa Claus gets around. He literally no. gets around. You're right. I can't deny that. <laughs> and he was. And again, I've said this before on other shows. Uh, oh, Rudolph, he was kind of a, kind of a, kind of a dick. Yeah, just a little bit, right? A little, a little bit, dickish. a little condescending. Yeah, and didn't care about Rudolph until guess what? Rudolph was useful. So mm, wow, yeah. Imagine so hashtag, that. So hashtag not my Santa. That's that Santa version. <laughs> uh, my Santa's the one from uh, when Ernest saves Christmas. That's my Santa. So uh, yeah. So uh, thank you. Uh, stay tuned for that next time. We're going to be talking Christmas cookies. I can smell them now, Matt. I'm very excited about that. I can too. Looking forward to it. Um... So, yeah. Uh, yeah, until next time, stay tuned. Uh, remember, uh, if a reindeer wants to join in your reindeer games, don't be a dick. Just, just freaking let them.